Oh yeah. There was um, one where he like invited him to heckle him, and I find it weird. Like a lot of people find jokes uh, offensive when they're not directed, like yeah. directly at that person. But Jimmy Carr often will point out someone directly and talk to someone like directly and make fun of them and call, right. call them out, and that person finds that funny. And that's uh, that almost seems backwards. It, it can go. It's, it's funny yeah. though. It's, they're fine yeah. though because they get called out by a comedian. Like so they're, they're just coming the to watch attention. the show, yeah. and like they like the attention is drawn to them. Yeah. And so they think it's and funny because like they they get called out by this guy that they probably have wanted to see for a oh, while. Oh yeah. So they they get like recognized by him, and that's that's kind of like a giddy thing. I, I get that, you know. Like wow, he's talking to me. Like wow, he just made fun of my sex life. But at the same time, like. He's talking. To me. <laughs> yeah, and, and I was I, I'm part of his show. Yeah. Like people will see this. I, I just, I was just part of a famous person's act. Yeah, like, I was just working at McDonald's today. I literally had a Big Mac for lunch. Like <laughs> now I'm here. Like oh yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like j- just something of a comedian who does a lot of like dark humor. Um, and Joe Rogan. Joe, uh, I don't know, man. I. I watched a lot of his podcasts. Uh, I haven't seen too much of his stand-up. His stand-up is more, a lot about uh, he, his his top three topics are sex, masturbation, and smoking weed. Oh, nice. <laughs> those, um, are, those are his top. <laughs> now, like the the closest I can think of is watching like Comedy Central's uh, "This Is Not Happening." Have you ever watched that? No. Phenomenal. Um, there's this one Sam comedian talk about like uh, when he was younger, he was like a bookie in Vegas and said had got out of jail and all this fucked up shit happened like his dad sold like I think 100 grand from him and so him and his like brother and their friend were planning on killing his dad and it just went fucking stupid <laughs> but it, it, it's this really dark thing to laugh about is like think about killing someone you know that actually is have you ever heard of um, uh, what's it, uh, Bo Burnham yeah he, he, uh, so he, he's basically uh, a comedian but he, he made his entire act is essentially like um, comedy music. Oh yeah, so, okay. Like he made uh, an entire song about like suicide, which and, and everybody was like laughing like crazy, which is strange because it's a pretty dark topic. But he he managed to turn something as dark as that into something. Yeah, hilarious because he was talking about, and he he still acknowledged that it's even in the song he acknowledged that it's an epidemic and that it's needed to be taken seriously. But like there was a lyric in the song that said, "If you look for moral wisdom in Katy Perry's lyrics, then kill yourself." (laughs) (laughs) Well, see the problem, like certain things, like suicide has always been like a thing that people look at negatively. And then Logic comes out with some song about committing suicide because about like a gay black teenager or whatever. And it's like that song made suicide corny as hell. Yeah. Like it didn't help anything. Like the song, the, the only thing that helps about suicide in that song is that the only thing that even recognizes suicide in general is like the fucking title is the suicide hotline number. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Um, going along with music. Um. You ever listen to Tech Nine? No. Tech Nine is fucking amazing. Like he's done songs with like literally everyone from Eminem to Tupac. 
He's phenomenal. I, I know um, who you're talking about, but I don't know. Um, he, he has this song called Easy. It's like. Was it? I. Uh, it's like. It's like. ECF, like easier for you, is what it's called. Um, and it's a great song about um, suicide and trying to help people, you know, or help people help other people that they know not want to, you know, commit suicide. Me neither, man. It is a, it is a uh, very strenuous subject to talk about. Because even though, like, in the in, in Joker, back back to the movie. Yeah, yeah. He we kept, we went on to weird fucking like, detour. He, he kept miming like he was gonna shoot himself. Yeah, and I, I thought I, when he went on the Murray show, he yeah, started I freaking thought, out. It was either he's going to blow his brains out or he's going to kill somebody. Yeah, um, and then he shot Murray in the face and then shot him again because he was thought it was hilarious. Oh, he was yeah. Laughing about oh yeah, it. And he was yeah, like, like that first shot was really fucking just out of mind, nowhere. Like I didn't expect mind blowing. No pun intended. <laughs> Well, he, he was like, like rehearsing it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He and well, on the show, his joke was like, "Not, not who's there or whatever." It's like it's your your son that's been in the car crash. But his joke when he was rehearsing it, he said, "Knock, knock, who's there?" And then yeah, he pulls the gun he, out, he bang, pulls the gun and like pretends to shoot himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was like, Jesus which um, no, I I love how the movie and the movie ended very well, but I think it would also end well with his suicide, you know, as a statement to society. Right. Yeah, but then they, like... But then a lot of people would be probably upset about that ending, you know? But then they, like... He's he's clearly a villain. Yeah. But then, obviously, he started that revolution. But I think the very end of the movie, like, almost depicted him as, like, the hero. Yeah. Because... Well, he... He's a it, hero in the in eyes, the eyes of, the of, little, the of the everyday little. guy. Well, it reminded me of the scene from I think it was Spider-Man Two with Doc Ock when he, after the the train scene where they all pick him up. Oh yeah, yeah. Over and they set him down because he's he's careful. He's a hero or whatever. Well, he, to be fair, he was hero because he just saved a train full of people. Yeah. Well, in their eyes, he feels like. I mean, like but Joker made a statement by killing the most popular man in Gotham, aside from Thomas Wayne. Yeah, he just killed like the most like influential man. Well, in, in a their way, society. he also killed Thomas Wayne. So he also, in, I think, yeah, in, in, in a way, he played a part by his in, own actions in so doing caused the death of Thomas Wayne, which is basically you have two influential people in Gotham at this point in history. You have Thomas Wayne, you have Murray Franklin. Murray Franklin gets it out on TV. Yeah, through like. Having these interviews, like giving talks about what's yeah. going on in their daily lives, and then you have Thomas Wayne, who's going with all the money, going for mayor, trying to get quote the clowns or yeah. the poor people, like the crazy people off the streets. Like he's trying to clean oh, yeah. up Gotham, but he's not going about it in a righteous way. He's going about it in like a and, selfish way, like if you're not kind of a dickish way. Like, you if know? you don't have money, it is very uncaring. It is very uncaring. I feel like if, if you're trying to go in a role as mayor or something like that, you have to care about the city and the people in the city. But they, they were both, like, on, on opposite sides of, like, the extreme. So he was uh, trying to help them, but trying to help them in a horrible way. Yeah. And they were trying to rebel and tell them that that's not the way you should yeah. be doing it. But they were rebelling and telling them that's not the way. By burning the city down. Exactly. The city down. Yeah. yeah, so... Kind of off topic. Was Thomas Wayne supposed to be killed by anyone specific? Or was that the comic? The comics has always been like Joe Chill is the guy that killed Thomas Wayne. Yeah. But the guy, what 
that shot Thomas went in the alley is the same guy that pulled Joker out of the car. Okay. Oh, is it the same it's, guy? It's, the same. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, it's one of the two guys that pulls yeah. him out of the car. Yeah. Oh, man, that's kind of weird to actually accidentally kill Joker when they fucking like, slammed into so that confused, car. like... He survived so much physical he, damage. Oh yeah. Like, well, maybe he was. Maybe like, since the abuse and stuff, he suffered. He got hit by a fucking taxi yeah. in the middle of the road. Well, and then he got hit like full on car crashes. Like, and he was on the side of the car that got hit. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I feel like even in the sense like when he's getting his ass beat at the beginning of the movie yeah. by his kids and then by the guys in the train and yeah. then the car crash, you realize like he really doesn't feel pain. Oh yeah. Well, pain. I I think he's been conditioned well, well, Joker, to handle Joker's pain. Insanity. Like the thing with Joker is like Batman can't. Heart, like can't like he can beat the shit out of Joker all he wants, but it's never gonna have an effect because Joker doesn't like he doesn't register pain yeah. within himself because he's just everything's a joke. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I think that works really well with this movie with his backstory as a child. Right, it's like he got beat, so like he's used to being. Yeah, he's used like, to this he's physical trauma that he. Whether or not he realizes it or not, like because yeah. he doesn't remember his childhood, which yeah. is like fine because like with that much trauma, you would never remember Want anyway. To, yeah, and. At this point, it's like he doesn't register pain anymore because he went through so much as a child. Like, it's just part of his life. So that, okay. at, that, at that point, like, pain, pain is not like a, a sign that it's going like, to kill you or something. It's, yeah. it's like just a feeling. So it's, it's not nothing that's going to. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just something he can block out. And I think a good thing that I could tie to is like the Punisher in um, Netflix series. Like, in uh, Daredevil, like, he had his foot drilled into, he got shot, he got really fucked up, but he just kept going. Because yeah. he's a soldier, that's different, yeah. though. Like, he's already well, been shot. Yeah, but... He's but already been tortured. He's already it, been, it doesn't matter how many times you've been through it, it still hurts, and any moment could be a breaking moment, but, like, just for him, it's, like, an extreme. Like, he can go to that extreme and just keep going. Like, his guts could be hanging out behind him. He would still keep going. I thought Joaquin Phoenix did a really good job. In oh, yeah. Movie. I've never really seen any Joaquin Phoenix movies. Have you ever seen uh, Walk the Line? No, but it makes That's me... That's a it, great movie. It makes me want to watch more of oh, his yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen, seen some of his stuff. Um, I, see, I, I know his movies, but I can't remember. Wait, was that his, is, that, is that his real voice, what he used for Joker? I don't think so. I don't think so. Like, because he seems, because he looks like a man who would have a deeper voice, but he's yeah. like, it, he sounds kind of timid. Like, yeah. Whiny, well, timid. Well, in life, I know he doesn't do a lot of interviews and stuff. He doesn't like doing that. He's not comfortable with it. Um, and the interviews he does do, he's kind of a bit of an odd guy, you know? Um, like, when he walked out of Joker, there's like, are you, do you think people will be influenced? Like, people are so worried that Joker's going to influence today's society, but it's like, Nobody's been shot during these viewings yet. Like in, when, yeah. they, when they showed off in Venice, like the, or oh, like, yeah, wherever they showed it off the first, was the first in France, the opening the the, yeah. oh, the first premiere of it. People stood up and applauded for seven minutes. Oh yeah, the, that, that, that's a great and like just uh Last time I heard something like that happening was like Back to the Future. So what? Like a standing ovation. Oh okay, okay. Right. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe Endgame might have got some, but... That's because we're all a bunch of fucking nerds. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it, it's... It's weird. It's like, um, the media wants Joker to fail. They want something bad to happen so they can blame the Joker movie. But this is a 
it is really a shitty ideology because it's it's the same as saying like video games cause mass shootings well, or violence. They're looking for a reason to, to like, condemn it. Like they they already have it. Like they, they've already made the verdict of like Joker is going to be a very controversial and influential in a bad way movie. But just like okay, it happened during Dark Knight. Yeah, and but that Joker was also phenomenal. Yeah, but he's he not was the, he's not the great, yeah. of that. That guy went in there not even seeing the movie and just decided he was going to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, Dark Knight was okay for me, but to be honest, like... I think Heath Ledger made Dark Knight. If it wasn't for Heath Ledger, I probably wouldn't like it as much. I, just, I wish he exactly. hadn't died, that's because he could have been in Dark Knight Rises. Too. Oh, no. That's, well, that was my point exactly, because, like, my favorite parts of that movie were the parts where Joker showed up. Oh, yeah. But yeah. If, it was, if it was just Batman or, like, any of the other parts of the movie was kind of meh. But and uh, Two Face, Two Face was also a awesome character. Two Face was very thrown away though. He was only moving yeah. for like thirty minutes. I know Maybe he, even he less could have had more. He, and he was like very... they kind of gave him an origin story and created him, but then just he left him by the wayside. They yeah, him. they killed him. Yeah. Did they actually kill him? Batman killed him. He tackled him off that ledge when he was going to kill Gordon's family. I haven't seen the Dark Knight. I can't remember. It's been so long yeah, since Batman I've seen it. Batman kills um, Two Face in that movie. But so like they made they had Two Face on screen for twenty minutes and then they killed him at the end. Yeah, that was like like dropped off a character. But like, it was a great Two Face. I have not seen such a good Two Face ever. So it was like 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 the last Two Face before him was Tommy Lee Jones when Jim Carrey was the Riddler. Yeah. So I I was. It was a great Two Face, but it was like wasted potential because oh yeah, it could have done more. They could. They should have done more. Um, the really what made Dark Knight Rises was the villains. Well, like, all those Batman movies, like, he faced off against Scarecrow, kind of. See, I didn't really watch the first one. And then he, Dark faced, Knight. And then he faced off against Ra's al Ghul. Oh, yeah. Which was amazing. Like, that was such a great Wait, didn't Scarecrow show up in Dark Knight Rises as well? He was in... In the opening. Uh, I don't... Because remember the, the fake Batman? No, or was that the third one? I don't know if it was Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises that Scarecrow was back in. Dark... The, first, the, the first one was Scarecrow, but he shows back up in one of the sequels in the beginning for like maybe five minutes, and that's it. Oh, because he was like on the court or whatever, and he's like, "You've been sentenced to death," you know, like, and he sends them out on the ice or whatever. I don't know which movie that was, but I know I he was in one of the next ones. Yeah. I think I. So are you saying something about like like the duplicate Batman? That was in the first Dark Knight. No, 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 no. Yeah, it is. Like, I'm not wearing hockey pants. Yeah. <laughs> Now that's like the second one. Was it? Yeah. Not the second, the second movie, but the first Dark Knight. Yeah, the first Dark Knight. Because I didn't watch any of the other ones. The only ones that I, the only I've one never that seen I the first one the, though. I've the never first Dark Knight. I've never seen the first Dark Knight. I seen like they might have done it again in like the second one or maybe the third one. They had Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. See, see, so I didn't see Batman Begins. It was either Dark Knight was or it, Dark Knight Rises. Was Bane the villain? I can't remember, man. It's been that long since I've watched movies, but I've never seen Batman Begins, so... Batman Begins wasn't really that big of a deal. Like, it was yeah. like, Batman I, was I, trying I, to stop a drug dealer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't, see, I didn't see Batman Begins or The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I just saw The Dark Knight only because I was told that the Joker was fantastic. He, he was. Heath Ledger was a great actor. Um, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Was he in that movie? No, he wasn't. But he's just a great actor as well. You know? <laughs> okay. My favorite scene was 
like I said, my favorite scenes were with the Joker, but the oh, best, yeah. best scene was, I think it was like the very beginning, they were, they were robbing the bank. Oh, yeah. With, like, they were all wearing clown masks. Right. And even the Joker. The, yeah. The clown. See, I, I wonder if that's a no, reference no, in the no, Joker okay, so when, when, when he wears no, a clown so mask. mask. The mask that Heath Ledger puts on for oh, is uh, Caesar. No. Uh, yeah, it's his Joker's makeup. No, the mask that he yeah, puts but on is the, it's the same, same mask yeah. that Joaquin Phoenix wears when he's running away from the cops. Yeah, but the train. that solid mask. It's the, same, it's the same mask. That solid mask is Caesar's Joker's makeup. But isn't it the one from like Alan West's Batman? Yeah, is it, is it really is it really the same mask? It's yes, I'll show. Is like? Is it, is it See, movie? I thought his had more of a grin. I was about to, well, I thought Heath Ledger's was like made of rubber or something. I think they were all. No, it was a plastic mask. Was huh. it? But didn't, didn't he like kill him? Yeah, like, so like, like it, it's great because he made the heist up and gave each one instructions, and the instructions was kill the guy next to you. <laughs> <laughs> so he pretty much got everyone to kill someone else, and he just killed the last guy alive and left. Yeah, it, it's it's either almost the same or it's like basic. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's, it's like, almost the same. The new one, yeah, the new one has like a, more of a smile. Than yeah. Than a, just the, the other one was like frowning. But I, I think I can say without a doubt the worst Joker ever is Jared Leto. No, his laugh compared to everybody else's the laugh and the fact that they made him more of like, not like they made him like thuggy a pimp. Yeah. Like, like, if you like think about it, he was just a pimp. Like he drove a Lamborghini. Uh, it wasn't even Lamborghini. It's a um, it's a Nissan with a body kit. Cause uh, it, it came out when I was working at AutoZone and my store manager Kenny. He's like two years older than me, so we fucking geeked the fuck out. And he was telling me about the car. It, it's like a thirty thousand dollar car with a body kit. Right, he would like hang out at the club. And, oh yeah. Like, he was actually like in love with Harley or whatever, but like he, they made him more of a thug. I like, I understand like Jack Nicholson was a gangster. Yeah, like, he that was, was gangster. That was perfect. Yeah, it, it worked very well. Well, I think, um, I think part of the reason why, okay, not, not to say that Jared Leto's Joker was amazing, I, I, I think that it, credit where it's due, he was following. Like, right, yeah. the shoes of uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That, and that's a big so he knew, I, I shoe think, step in. And um, also, I think he with, knew that he was. Um, people were going to hate him. He, he was doomed to fail. Yeah. Um, the shoes to fill, the writing was not that good. The design of the Joker. And how long he was in the movie, too. Yeah, like, like, like on screen time. Yeah. Like, you never see him kill anybody. Yeah. I think if he could have changed the laugh and had a better script. He could have been a better Joker. I didn't and like he, that he was tatted up either. I hated all the tattoos. Yeah, I don't. I didn't. And I don't like how they did Harley Quinn. You know, like fuck. Yeah, but they're coming out Birds of Prey. Man. I don't know how I feel about that. I just, eh, you know, she seems very good guy esque in this one. Yeah, she she's more like Deadpool in this one. It <laughs> feels like, but I, I've only seen trailers. Haven't seen the movie. Um. But what I'm actually excited for is Suicide Squad 2. It's like a soft no, reboot. It's, it's, a, it's not Suicide Squad 2. It's just Suicide Squad. Yeah, but it's the second one they've made. So I'm just going to call it Suicide Squad 2. You can get over it. Wait, so is, is, is it's, it's, a soft, it's a soft reboot. It's a soft reboot. And, and you know who's in it? John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> yes. 
They're not even bringing Will Smith back, even though Will Smith was like a perfect. Yeah, yeah Will just, Smith was a great bitch. Yeah, yeah, he's. Yeah. Well, I didn't um, love the movie. I loved. Deadshot. Yeah, I, I would love to see like a Deadshot solo movie. Um, what, what I hated about Suicide Squad was the fact that they focused solely on Deadshot and Harley Quinn and all these great characters that they also had they just kind of shoot into the movie. Yeah, like, and just were like, background characters. Like here, support them. You know. Yeah, like um, what was it, Captain Boomerang or whatever? That guy that died like right as soon as they first went on the mission. Yeah, Slipknot was his name. Yeah, because he could, like, climb shit. Yeah, he can make knots, apparently. That's the weakest fucking character ever, man. Get out of here. What are you doing trying to be a bad guy? You're a fucking joke. But then, like... But yeah, I do, I do agree with that. Like, all the... It, it was basically... Uh, Deadshot and Harley Quinn, the rest of them were there just to, like... To fill in... For the dead time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For those yeah, good yeah. lines that they had. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were there to fill in the dead space. So and then that um, Mexican guy that, like, sacrificed Diablo. Him, like, they gave him, like, 20 minutes of, like, screen time. And, like, he had the most badass transformation ever. Like, like the, the devil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, a Mayan devil. It was fucking dope. It was cool, and I feel like his death was supposed to be more emotional than it was. Yeah, but you didn't get that connection because because way. of... Deshaun and Harley Quinn. The only thing we know is that like he lost control and accidentally killed his family. And that's really disheartening, right there. You know, and, like did like a, it was like a sixty-second backstory. Then. Yeah. So and then and that was all he got until because he he didn't participate. That was actually his character that he didn't want to kill anybody else. Right. So um, he didn't participate until the end. Then he died. Yeah. <laughs> and making Enchantress the the main bad guy was just dumb. You know. It was fine. Like. It was not fine. I just didn't like the fact that they, they just like insert her brother here. Yeah. He just kind of came out. And like Tom Hardy was supposed to be in it, but he dropped out. As who? Um, <laughs> no. Um, um, as the one like Navy SEAL guy that, you know, was Mars, in control of them. Whatever his name is. Yeah. But he dropped out because I do believe it's because how much they were focused just on Deshaun Harley Quinn's character, you know? But that's okay because he came over to Marvel, got into Venom. <laughs> now he's gonna cross over with Spider-Man next movie, man. Oh boy! <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, Do you think it's gonna be like a, a Venom versus Spider-Man? Or? I think it's gonna be a team up because Venom's more of a hero in this version. I think they're gonna fight Carnage together. Yeah, he is Venom. I, I really liked Venom, but and not to say this is a bad thing, but I because the only thing the only really experience that I've had with Venom was the Spider-Man 3 and he was like oh yeah super bad guy in that one so he was well Venom's always more... been kind of like an anti-hero though where yeah. he was like he, he would be bad but then like he would always like he turns into Agent Venom at some point yeah. like works for S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, yeah. so he's a like whether or not he's gonna be a good guy at some point yeah. but like <clears throat> but he seems sometimes even more good than freaking Deadpool at oh yeah point. I mean well, well, to to be fair, um, well, are you talking about like the symbiote or like Eddie Brock, like Venom? You know, like when they're together, it depends on Eddie Brock's motives because Eddie Brock didn't really have a choice in this one, whereas in the other one, he was like, "I want to kill Spider Man," and yeah. he just happened to get the powers to do because, it. like, if he is there in control, kind of working with Venom, um, yeah. he he has his brain is not as damaged as Deadpool, so and I feel like they they did a lot better job of because in. In Spider-Man 3, it was almost as if Venom was like kind of like mind-controlling Eddie Brock. Yeah. Because he seemed to like go crazy with Venom attached to him. Whereas in this one, 
they separated them even after Venom attacked them. Oh, yeah. Eddie Brock was still just a guy. Yeah. Well, he, um, the symbiotes are like, supposed to in, like enhance your, your wants and your abilities and stuff like that. But he didn't go crazy. Like, in, like Eddie yeah. Brock and Spider-Man and Spider-Man 3, he hated... Peter, yeah, hated and like when he was attached to the symbiote, it just increased like a thousandfold. Yeah, I don't think he wanted him dead until yeah. Venom showed up. Yeah, well, he was already in the church and requesting that Jesus kill Peter Parker, though. Oh, oh yeah, true. Oh, yeah, that, that is true. Got gotcha, okay. gotcha, So, okay, we are running out of time, guys. So, are we? Um, no. Back to, okay, so. Wait, wait, real quick, I want to mention something. It involves Venom. My favorite thing with like a Brock in the comics, I think, is when he becomes anti-Venom. He runs, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's when he's that one. He runs into Punisher as he's trying to save some chick, and Punisher's there killing the people who kidnapped her. It's just like a coincidence thing, and um, like the bad guys get away and take her down to Mexico. So like they, Punisher tries to kill him, then they end up teaming up, and they go down to Mexico. And as they're crossing the bo- uh, border, um, like the person turns away and Puncher tries to stab Eddie Brock in the chest, but like anti venom stops him and he's like, I thought you said you weren't gonna kill me. He's like, I lied. <laughs> like that is great. So Joker. All right, Joker. Good movie or bad movie? Phenomenal movie. Great movie. I would suggest it to anyone. And I, I think it was a great movie and I'm even hundred percent a Marvel fan over DC. Oh yeah, Marvel. definitely. Um, but I, I, I still like super love this. Okay. And if you had to give it out of ten, uh, saw nine and a half, ten out of ten. I go ten out of ten. I'd probably give it, give it like a nine or a ten, honestly. Um, I, I feel like this is a great formula for the DC movies. If they did more like this, they would probably make more profit. I feel like Marvel is better at making like the brighter like. Yeah. Like, this is what needs to happen movies, and then D, like if DC stuck to only R-rated films. Yeah, because like, they they're, they're really good at they it. They can bring out their gritty, like even Batman as an R-rated hero. Yeah. Well, I mean, because like the way Batman used to fight, like Christian Bale's Batman was like more realistic. Like he's using like karate to fight these guys, but oh, Ben yeah. Affleck yeah. coming out of the floor, choke slamming people, like breaking oh, yeah. faces, yeah, stabbing yeah. people. Ben Affleck's Batman was solid, but the writing for the movies was not. The writing was trash. Too much CGI, bad writing. It is tanking their well, how, films. Well, how old was that? Which one? When, when did Ben Affleck's back? Wasn't it like 15, 16 it when it like came six, out? I think it was either 16 or 17, actually. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. It came then, out at the same time Civil War. Justice League was awful with the CGI. They're relying too much on bad CGI. I think they should scale it back, do a lot more practical effects. Hire the Marvel editors. How to, <laughs> hire the Marvel editors. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but no, I think like if maybe DC went to this style of filming for a lot of their characters and created a universe around this where it's more realistic with stuff like that, it would do much better. Well, I think it, this movie in general is a, a pretty big comeback for DC. It is like because lately, because everybody was like, you know, the team up of like Avengers Endgame was like the peak of superhero movies, like best movie, best superhero movie of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. one of the best movies of all time, probably too. And then DC was like, let's release a man going insane killing people. No CGI. Yeah. No, no C- Well, maybe a little with the like, well, maybe, maybe like explosions bullets. or something like that, but like little to no CGI. Yeah. No Minimal. Big, no big cameos, no big oh, yeah. team up, no, nothing crazy. It was just Joker. Yeah. And that's hard to go against because they had 
in, in Endgame, like, a, I don't know how many, but like a shit ton of characters, well-known uh, characters. Well over 30 characters in Endgame. That was probably a huge part of what made the movie oh, yeah. awesome to everybody. It's because they all, it's because the only pro- the only thing about Endgame is like, you didn't need to get introduced to the characters because they each had their own individual origins in yeah. the build-up, in the oh, yeah, yeah. build-up. Yeah, and I think that's what DC's lacking. Like, they, they did Superman for Batman. Of course, you don't need an origin story for those, so you know it. But then, like, they kind of rolled into um, Justice League without introducing uh, Flash, really, or Cyborg. They introduced Wonder Woman after the fact. But uh, what I would say Wonder Woman is pretty well-known already, you know? I feel like she didn't really need an introduction, but like at the same time, like doing big team up movies, like you need to have some type of introduction. Yeah, and plus, e- even with that, DC was like, "Yeah, we'll go up against that with a solo movie." Oh yeah, it's difficult to do a, 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 a movie with this many characters, and that that many characters was probably a huge part of the reason why it did so well. And DC just releases a solo movie well, with one character. Even when they came out with Avengers, like. The only character that hadn't previously been introduced was Hawkeye, and all you need to know is like he can shoot a bow and arrow. Like, well, no, he he's like it's weird. He has this weird ability to be able to shoot anything anywhere without missing. And they they really they really show that in Avengers, right? But like, like when he's up on the roof like, and he just shoots. He's the he's the only character. It's that not him showing off; it's him knowing like, where they're going to be. But he's the only character in that movie. Like even if they wanted to like give him a bit of an origin, even though they didn't, like because he'd already been an agent for however many years of yeah. Shield. Like Black Widow was an Iron Man too. Captain America had two movies before, or one movie before yeah. Avengers came out. Iron Man had had two movies by the time Avengers came out. Hulk technically hadn't had his movie come out. He had a lot of movies to Ed, prepare. Edward Norton's movie was still technically part of the MCU. Yeah, isn't it so canon? It's canon. Yeah. And, and um, because, I mean, Tony Stark was still at the end of that movie. And so was Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it means at one point we could eventually possibly see Red Hulk. Oh, yeah, I hope we do. Because we're getting She-Hulk, and that's exciting. And Moon Knight, um... And Blade. I cannot wait for Blade. Blade is going to be great. Marshala Ali, bro? I fucks with him. Oh, yeah. He, he was great in Luke Cage. He played Cottonmouth. This is a new one coming out. Who's, like, the master of, like, karate or something? Like Taskmaster. Taskmaster. He's going to be in the Black Whale movie. Because he can copy any fighting style. To but, a team. But he still has problems finding, like, Deadpool and the Punisher. Because Deadpool, Deadpool is so Deadpool unpredictable. Doesn't with, Deadpool doesn't keep up with himself anyway. Yeah, and Punisher just is such a great fighter, hand to hands. Like uh, in the comics, he almost bested Captain Marvel with uh, the War Machine armor. Uh, so, did, didn't you mention that um, uh, Bucky, uh, the Winter Soldier, and um, Falcon. Falcon are supposed to get a TV series. They are. But they are, are. supposed to get a TV series with, with those two actors. Yep, yep. Yes, they're they're keeping TV. all actors. It's, I the, love that. See, the one thing I don't like about the MCU TV shows is like you have to watch the TV shows if you want to understand what's happening in the movies. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm fine with that because I'm a big fan. I enjoy that, you know? Well, I've never watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've tried to, but I, I just haven't. It got weird. They introduced Ghost they're not, Rider, they're though. Not really, they're not really well-known superheroes, either. Like, yeah. There's people with like super strength. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the lower tier comics that it's like it's like sea level heroes. Yeah, um, but they did introduce Ghost Rider, which I'm happy for. But it, it's not Giant Blaze. Blaze, um, it's I can't remember the kid's name, but he drives like a '69 Charger, 
and technically he doesn't have the spirit of vengeance. He's just possessed by by his like uncle or something. So he gets like kind of like Ghost Rider powers. But he's getting his own TV show too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, on Hulu, which I heard they're gonna make it darker and more gritty. I hope so because he deserves that. All right, well, Joker, great movie. Anybody got any shout-outs you want to do? Gavin Beck, find me on Instagram. My username is Young Fullen. Check up Gavin Beck. You'll find me. Uh, Kyle at OPC Gaming, uh, Toxic and Drip, Instagram. What is my Twitter? My Twitter, I think it's like OPC Gaming as well. Just you look around. Also, oh, before I... Thank you for coming on the show with us, Carter. Yeah, I thank you, you Carter. Bro. But real quick, when you look at my uh, YouTube channel, it's a controller eating a chip playing with this knob. Do you have any shout-outs you want to do, Carter? <laughs> no. uh, do you want to shout out your mom, your granny? Like, yeah, I'd like to thank my parents uh, <laughs> for letting him come out today. Exactly. <laughs> uh, He's not 18 for uh, 12 more days, or is it, 15 more days. Oh, so. damn. 15 days, man, He's getting your own alcohol. Yeah, I'm working on the time travel process, but it's not going well. Anyway. Yeah, it's going day by day. Right, well, that is, that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll catch you either next week or week after. Wait, real quick. Are we doing weekly or bi-weekly? Whatever we have time for. <laughs> so we're either going to be weekly or bi-weekly. Just, just, just stay tuned. We'll, we'll show up. Maybe. All right. Peace. Deuces. Bye.